there's lots of fault shooting nets. I've played with players over the years that have been, I'm not trying to say better than players that are playing profession now, but like, I, I, I would have felt where like, like excellent players like like Craig here like yeah, 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 yeah. oh you two stop it's perfect that was a joke by the way Joe presents House of Rugby United Rugby Championship together with Bank of Ireland proud supporter of the four Irish provinces hello and welcome back to House of Rugby URC plenty of URC to look back on this week guys and of course the small matter of Ireland's huge win against England and Twickenham. As always, I'm joined by my good pals, Megan, Greg. Megan, first of all, welcome back. Yes, thanks, great to be back. I missed you guys last week. Yeah, we missed you too. You like you had a good time with the girls though. Ah, we did, we enjoyed ourselves. But look, I had to put up with Greg as usual. Greg, how are you? <laughs> I'm great, I'm great. Good win for Ireland that we'll get stuck into. But I want to introduce a really good friend of mine, Connacht rugby player, Connor Oliver. How are you doing, guys? Really happy to be here. Good Looking to have you, man. To. We'll have loads of questions for you later now, 10 questions coming up, but you want to get stuck into the Irish match first, do we? Yeah, obviously, like, we obviously watched the match. Um, you were at the match, myself and Megan watched them. What, what do you make of it? Yeah, look, I, I thought it was a good game. Obviously, the red card in the first few minutes kind of thought it would have might have affected the game more than it actually did in the end, unfortunately for Ireland. I thought, I thought like, look, it was a, it was a good, good performance. But there was like parts of the game where we need to look at maybe around the scrum and stuff. I think that was a big factor in keeping England in the game when they went down to 14 men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's look at that scrum. I mean, there's a lot of talk about it. Do you think there was something fishy going on there? Because I think there was, because there's a lot of wheeling going on there. There was a lot of penalties. Yeah. Uh, look, come here. I, I've never been in a foot row in my life. I've been one year has, but... Yeah, well, I was going to have an opinion on it there. Reminds me of that Connor has actually yeah. been in the scrum. Yeah, you're actually... Yeah, 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 front row. yeah well, I'm on the side of it, so I don't really... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hang on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like best. you could be in the front row. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 But, um... Blow the belt, was it? Yeah. <laughs> but, um... No, this not... I wasn't really too sure. It looked like, um... England's had the upper hand. Um, obviously, I think one or two w- went um, Ireland's way as well. But I think once the referee, see- referee sees that McDominance on one side, I think it's hard when it goes 50-50. Yeah. Those calls normally go mm. for the more dominant side. I think that's what we saw. Um, Do you think it was Furlong getting overpowered by Genge? Was he on his side? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but like, it's kind of tough. When, they, when they're wheeling around, it, it's tough because sometimes the tide has to ease off. If he's going around, then it's going to wheel the opposite way. Um, but look, Genge is a top quality operator as well. Like you can't, you can't um, ignore, ignore that fact. Mm-hmm. I know it was a dis- disappointment, but like their, their top front row, like you know, England's front row is probably one of their main strengths. I think going into that game as well, they, I, I'm pretty sure they even kind of brought that up midweek as well. That that's going to be a massive kind of um, area they were going yeah, to target. Yeah, a dominant area for them, like you know. And they did look. Porter was obviously missing as well. Mm-hmm. Not saying Keane Healy's an excellent player as well, but um, the strength of Porter and the scrum as well. I think we've seen from previous games um, might have been missed a bit. Before we get into the actual game itself, let's into the into the, into the the meet. Um, quick mention for probably the tackle of the game, our pal Jarvo69. Uh, we have a clip of The best of tackle of the game. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, look, that seems funny yeah. for a few games, but I think everyone's sick and tired of him and we're glad to see he got smashed, even though it wasn't yeah. a warm tackle. <laughs> no, I haven't seen it. Oh, so this funny. is the streaker guy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, saw, I, saw, um, I saw a clip of him 
getting escorted out, but they didn't actually see the yeah. actual hit. So he I hopped the fence again and he ran into the end of the England line and stood there for like, what? Oh, he had the jersey. He, he only got his couple yeah. seconds this time. Yeah, he was and all smashed it. Yeah. Like, bulldozed him over. It was hilarious. Yeah. You'll see it when the show goes They should maybe let the players sort him out and see what happens after that. See if he comes back. Because he did it in the All Blacks game as well. He did it in the way as All Blacks. Yeah. Well, I wonder what the players think. Like, they obviously see him come and standing beside. Like, we saw it. Like, when I was watching the national anthem, the England guy was like this. Yeah. And then just carried yeah, on singing, yeah, yeah. he was like so yeah. shocked. What would you think? You're a like, so like Joe. Yeah, like, like, I like to have a bit of laugh and joke, but I think during anthems and stuff, I think that's a bit of a yeah. it's a bit of a like, personal thing for like yeah. the, the players playing, especially Six Nations. Like you're making your debut or something exactly. like you're out there to the anthem, like for yeah. your country. I think making your debut, you'd probably be down near the end of the line as well. <laughs> <Yeah. so> like, <laughs> you'd be like, oh, you might think he's on the team or something, yeah. you don't know the boys too well. But yeah, I think Look, I streak it. They're funny. They're fu- there's a time and place for them. I don't That's personally, cool. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, and especially Twickenham, Ireland v England, probably the biggest rivalry. Yeah. Like, lads are going to be up for that game. Then you see this. Yeah. Random guy beside you. Like, could be a bit off button, but. Yeah. Remember you know, a lad in the, in the Wales game that threw the beer onto the pitch? Yeah. He's banned for yeah. life. Yeah. Now. yeah. 100%. Like, he, yeah. like he, just, he can't be. Yeah. Dis- that's kind of disrisrespecting players and stuff, you know. Exactly. Like, I'm all for laughing at you, but something I have to draw the line. Yeah, at some yeah. Point, you know? So interesting you because I know you like a bit of a joke yeah. again, but obviously there's a balance with yeah, the Yeah, yeah. Like, I think the an- leave, leave the anthems off yeah. and maybe play half time. Go for it, I'll say. Other than that, run on false leg on the sports ground. But anyway, we have to talk about there was another massive hit with the red card at the beginning of the match yeah. as well, like you said. Do you, do you, would you agree with the ref? Like, was it was it a red card? Because I suppose he has to justify what happened last week with the Italian player. Yeah, I think Ewells can't complain after that. I yeah. think Eddie Jones said it. I think everyone else said it. You come in that high, you're yeah. asking for trouble. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially J- James Ryan. Like, how tall is he as well? Like, you know, you take that, like, fair, like, yeah, fair enough <laughs> if it's maybe. James Gibson Park, like a small, like a, sm- yeah. a small player, maybe Greg. Like, <laughs> me and Greg kind of be a bit of an unfair match, but um, yeah, look, they're both both, both like ridiculously tall guys. There's not one dip. I think, or the minute I saw it, look, I know I don't. There was no maybe force behind it. Like, no, was, like no. I don't think there was like bad intent behind it. Mm-hmm. But you, you need like you, you need to you need to dip, and, and especially drop. then what like I said, if lads are that tall and you're still hitting them high, like there yeah. has to be has to be a card for me. And especially I know shouldn't really be outcome based it should be like, like the intent and where it was but look mm. James, that was James Ryan's game gone yeah you know yeah, so, disappointing so, that he yeah, didn't get so, to carry on 100% yeah. Speak, speaking on that lads I mean yeah. he's 25 now yeah. he had to see a concussion specialist in December yeah. we've seen that with, with Caelan Darcy so we've seen a lot of guys losing their careers 27, mm. 28, 29, 30 because of concussions yeah it has to be a real concern for him now yeah, it seems like Lad's going to have to take a break. Johnny Sexton did it for a while. He took a couple of months out and obviously he's back now at 36, re-signed again. So mm. maybe it's just taking sabbaticals mm. during the year. So yeah. you've, have you had a few in your time? Yeah, I've actually, I've, I've been lucky enough. Like I haven't had like any major ones where I've been out of games for weeks. Weeks. I've got like a, a bang here or there where I've failed the, the protocol afterwards. Basically, if you have any symptoms at all afterwards, you fail the protocol. There's no grey area really anymore. Okay. So listen, if you're not feeling right, you're not feeling right, that's it. And I think now with a men's like senior profession, I think it's six days. Yeah, is a protocol from when it happens. I'm pretty sure. Do you think that's enough, Connor? I mean, I, I, I did a, a, a thesis on that only not too long ago, complaining that that was too short. And rugby league or a recent after up in there is to eleven days. Yeah, I mean six is it's not a long time. You think mm. about it. If you got a concussion and you had an office job, you wouldn't be back yeah. at work in seven days. Like you wouldn't. Yeah, never mind a contact sport. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm presuming there's kind of people arguing that six days so they can play the next match the next week. Like yeah. but. Six, eight, I've, no, I haven't been concussed in ages. How, how yeah, um, it's all down to feeling, isn't it? And that's the hard thing about concussion. With injuries, you can scan them and you can yeah. see 
you can see if the ligaments torn and stuff for your brain it's just it's different it's all about how you feel and obviously look most most people that play rugby they they want to get out and play the next week especially, you want to spot. yeah if you're in a yeah. professional environment especially the Ireland team now like every every position is so competitive if you if you miss the next game or you miss the training up to the next game you're not going to get selected and then if that player comes in and plays well you could find yourself back in your province fairly fast like you know so especially in like a highly competitive environment i can like i can sympathize with lads coming back early i really can because yeah. i probably do the same myself maybe seeing all the studies coming out now is starting to change my view on it like a few mm -hmm. years ago i would have maybe taken a chance not ignored mm -hmm. it but I, I wouldn't have taken it as seriously and i think mm -hmm. world rugby are doing a great great job of putting it at the forefront of yeah. injuries it's probably I'd say it's probably one of the main injuries now that like players are missing games, which is great. Yeah. Like you only hit one brain, like oh, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. can't you can't really mess around with it, like yeah. even though they are taking they might not have many cells left. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course you're gonna have the competitive edge, especially during a match, you're gonna yeah. have the adrenaline to no, I'm gonna keep going. Yeah. Like if you <laughs> twist your ankle, you're gonna keep yeah. going. But I suppose that's why they're bringing in the HIAs and all that stuff and the there's actually a fourth doctor. Is yeah. it, they call it the fourth yeah. doctor or something? Yeah, independent yeah. doctor, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, sits in the stand and literally just watches guys for getting knocked mm. out. So it happened in the Wales game as, as well. The scrum half got knocked out. He got brought off the pitch, mm. got called off. So there is, it's just there. But like, how are you supposed to know what how many days is perfect? Because we're all different brain wise as well. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's so. why the, the doctor in the team, they work so closely with them week in, week out. You yeah. have you build that really good, strong relationship with them. Yeah. So you yeah. can kind you of. You get your baselines during the Yeah, during the baselines. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do the baselines and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was, um, yeah, overall, like, like you said, the com competition for places is absolutely huge. And the performance from Ireland you know was a really good team performance you know especially with the players coming off on the bench do you think yeah I think Andy Farrell will be really pleased with with certain elements of the game obviously yeah. there's loads of um, things to improve on but Joe for me the back three was so impressive yeah. Andrew Conway James Lowe and Those especially Hugo Keenan yeah. was absolutely outstanding yeah I just think he didn't drop any of them high balls he, like we said before the, the show he was anyone you think was poor though Huh? Did this, anyone you think was poor on the day? I could pick a few players that I thought were poor that will have to look at themselves after the weekend because I think we look at that match, it was 32 15. Yeah. Bonus point went and took them huge, but there's a lot of guys that went up and looking at themselves after mm -hmm. that game. Oh, you've been the bad guy today. Come on, no, no, I think, no you tell, tell me. Go on, I don't know. Uh, so we were no. talking about, you know, Ian Henderson. See? He had a poor match. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Sure saying, like, as good as they were, like, there was a lot of things to look at. Like, I thought Henderson gave away, what do we say before the game? It was a five or six penalties he gave away. Sloppy, silly penalties and not ones in front of the post which yeah. were yeah. They're, they're three points three points in the game yeah. Is, yeah. is massive that's what kept him in the game I felt was just yeah. these kind of small handling hand, errors just before just be inside the five metre line you know these offloads maybe not going to hand what happens after an offload a scrum what yeah. happens after the scrum penalty you know then you're back 60 metres and mm. four for, like everyone on the team especially pack of four is getting put back 60 metres having to defend another mall which I thought England's model was pretty strong as well, even though they, they were they were missing, they were, they were missing them second row. But yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was just like it's like you have the pressure on them. Like then there was a pressure, the smallest pressure release. Mm -hmm. Like I thought the foot was on the throat there, almost scoring. One of tight Fred Long's offloads didn't go to hand. You know that that was if you scored there, like before yeah. half time, you're gonna mm -hmm. it's gonna be a different game. Yeah. Really weird for Ian Henderson to be giving away penalties like that though. But like he he's captained Ireland a couple of times. He's a Lions player. Twice now, I think. Two times British. Like, what's he doing lying on the ground, like playing with the ball over his head? Yeah, so yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, he'd be think, killed in, on Monday morning review. I think there's two ways you can look at that game. Like, you can be the cynic and you can say, look, they were down to 14 men and it took Ireland to the last minute, basically, to win the game. They clawed back to 15 all. Or you can say, okay, 
England lost a player, right, in Twickenham in front of 82,000 people, right? All of a sudden, their backs are against the wall. They're in trouble. What do they do? They react. The game plan goes out the window and they went back to the old England and they just brutalised Ireland and Ireland didn't adapt. So I, I think just like, like you saw Eddie Jones, or sorry, Nigel, Eddie O'Sullivan saying yesterday like, that he wasn't uh, drinking the Kool-Aid and he was giving out, you know. <laughs> but like, I think just, just, there's two sides to that story. Yes, Ireland probably should have been better, even though they still, even though I got a bonus point in Twickenham and it's a record win against England. I don't agree with you 100%, Jason. I actually thought Ireland coped really well under that pressure yeah. and was very calm at times. Um, especially when kind of Conor Murray came on, like, uh, Gibson Park is very, very good at... My friend, Conor Murray. Is that, yeah? <laughs> I was he fighting said. for Conor Murray. Really? Last week, <laughs> fighting yeah. fighting you got him on the bench this week. So, so just before you finish your point, I said Conor would get picked and I said the match would be 32-14, 32-15, <laughs> so... Continue, um, Megan, anyway. Right, go, 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 <laughs> Continue, Megan, to him off. No, but you're right. Like, but Conor did come on and controlled the game really well because Gibson Park is really good at, with the upbeat tempo. You know, those quick tap and goes, really putting England on the back foot. Um, but then when Conor came on, did slow, slow the game down to kind of get that control and but yeah no I just I did think they they they, they did really well under that pressure considering they were playing against the 14 men it's hard because Ireland had everything to kind of lose whereas England didn't that makes sense yeah oh, I, know, I appreciate I, that yeah, like, yeah. it's nice to not to be the cynic at times that's, it's a nice <laughs> yeah. way of looking at it yeah I thought I just think they went <laughs> up against 14 men and after a minute and a half like and if they're going to try and be one of the best teams in the world try and win the Six Nations try and do well in the World Cup they can't be like not dominating against 14 men. I don't know what you think kind of yeah, like, But they did. They scored more tries than that. Yeah. In the last 10 minutes. I'm in the middle. Right? Yeah. Like for example, yeah. Hugo Keenan taking the ball in the air and making so many minutes yeah. gained. There was a load of lines doing Robbie Hedrick yeah. making breaks. I, I, I agree with that. I also thought that um, the Irish like uh, the Irish team didn't give him enough protection as well. Mm-hmm. I felt he was going up a lot of the time catching it and he was getting smoked he was getting man on ball like I was, look fair like fair play to Hugo he's amazing in the air and for me he was my man of the match I thought, yes, he, was, I I thought agree, he was yeah. absolutely outstanding I thought he didn't make one mistake in the whole game but I think they were, they were putting bombs on top of him he was defusing them and then he's getting smoked and that, that, yeah. then that rook was getting pressure mm. one point I think I don't know England player, but he was he was at the rook before the Irish that. player was. He like, got you know, there quicker before yeah. the Irish players got their own. Like you can see, even see the hunger, like like you said, down at fourteen, it's backs against the wall stuff. Yeah. It's like listen, we have to go here. You have no other option. You have don't don't have the comfort of an extra extra man to chase. So everyone has to go. You know. Yeah. So similar with the Italy game, they went into thirteen. They just went, and it kind of worked out sometimes. Obviously not in the end, but. Mm. With Ireland again, them them last few tries kind of came in the last ten the minutes. last ten minutes. Yeah. Like you know, you have to yeah. look at the game. Before that, like I thought that their attacking play and their starter plays were, were amazing. I thought the, the way they get the ball in the space was brilliant as well. And just the pace they're putting on the ball. Every time that the next player catches the ball, that next acceleration, yeah. I thought, to get into outside channels was excellent. And as you said, like even I thought Conway was excellent in the wing. Mm. That was 50, 22. Oh, two of those kicks were amazing. One, one was right, right in the touchline. Yeah. It looks like almost like one of those old school banana kicks yeah. came back in. Benson, mm. 22. And I don't think the touch he gave it as the... 50 22 at the start. In the I end, think, no, he yeah, didn't know, he wasn't sure. He had to review it. <laughs> yeah. to review it. And then Connor gave a nice little, little smile. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you made a good point, Megan, about the bench. So, I mean, I think that's a problem we've complained about mm-hmm. Ireland for years, right? Like, especially going to World Cups, how big a squad we have. We brought four lines off the bench. Imagine, like, like, the reason we're able to close that game out at the end. Robbie Henshaw, Irish player of the year, off the bench. 
Murray. J- Jack Conan, the, but uh, starting all three tests over summer. Yeah. Murray, who was the Lions captain for, mm. for a while during the summer. He brought the three of those guys off the bench. Yeah. That is, and Henderson as yeah. well. Another, I know Henderson didn't have the best of game, but still. <laughs> yeah. you, but what's that, great about the players that came off, they know their job, they know their role, that you have to make an impact coming off the bench. Yeah. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. And they won the game at the end for us. Yeah. scoring those last two Henshaw was exceptional when he came out, wasn't he? Yeah, he was getting through, man. Just his, his acceleration to contact and just his, his footwork as well is is, is amazing. Mm. I think I think like every time he plays a game, he makes a massive difference. Mm. He would have been good at not to be in the starting team. And when that happens, it gives lads kind of kick up, kick up the ass as well yeah. to when yeah. they come on. But Listen, Bondi I have had to, a good have to, game though, didn't yeah, he? Bundy has a good game every time he plays, yeah. I think. He's so solid. That, that aggression he brings to the game as well. Mm. Obviously, like he's the same in training with us. Like, like he's, he's, He trains as he'll play, like, you know? Yeah. And that's yeah. you, know, you always know where you're going to get from Bundy. Yeah. He's going to give 100%. He's going to bring that kind of aggressive aggressive edge to the back line, the physicality. Um, but then, like, so Robbie does as well, like, you know, yeah. Yeah. the, the centres at the moment, like, it's, it's, it's hard to pick mm-hmm. them, especially after the weekend as well, I'd say, um, Faz have a bit of a headache. Yeah, I'd love to see Robbie week. get the start next week. Yeah. You know, Gary played well and Bundy played well. But look, yeah, see yeah. Robbie get, get, get 80 minutes. Yeah. And also, I was actually watching the game yesterday with Jacob Stockdale. He was, he's injured, so he was over there and I was chatting to him and um, he was probably similar to you. You probably recognise it. He, he says, Robbie Henshaw gets through such ridiculous work that the normal punter wouldn't notice. Mm. He said he's one of the best players in the world because he just does little things like hitting rocks or creating spaces or chatting. And he said, that's why he's the best in the world, but people don't realise it. You yeah. know what I mean? It's incredible. So I'd love to see him start next week. Definitely. I saw a lovely post on social media about Connacht, actually, you might appreciate. I don't know if you know the story, but Connacht had a picture up after Finley got the yeah. bonus point, Troy. He hadn't seen his family. Was it three years two, or two years? Two, two, two and years, there's a picture yeah. of his dad crying like, and his, and yeah. his mother there. And I was like, well, that's... Yeah. It's a pretty cool moment you don't you don't know about you don't realise yeah. like and he got a try yeah. like, in Twickenham for the bonus point for it, Ireland and yeah. his parents were there for the first time in two years. Yeah, it was an amazing for him. Like Finley's such a nice guy as well. You know, like the lot when I saw that picture, it actually gave me kind of goosebumps in a way because I was actually like delighted for him. Like you know, it's great to see, to see that as well. Obviously, like, his family are back in Australia as well, and obviously the way Australia were around COVID regulations and stuff, they just it, it didn't give him an opportunity to go back to get back or even to get back into the country and stuff. It was a bit crazy over there for a yeah. while. So to see that, like, especially in such a, so it's such like a, like a massive game for mm. him as well. And to, to get the, to get the little bonus point try at the end was, was huge. And it's, no, it's great to see all the families kind of back and forth swinging things at the games and stuff. And you can see what it means. Yeah. I love the players, post that Irish rugby put up a picture on social media of all of them with their families. Yeah. So that's a lovely touch. It was yeah. really, really nice. It's massive. World's back to normal. Yeah. Yeah. It is, yeah. isn't it? Like, I was just home as well last week. That's why I was gone because I went back and I flew into England and you just burst into tears. Like at the really? airport, and I seen your parents. Yeah. It was the first time I got to fly over with my little boy. Oh. And it was very emotional, yeah. But anyway, yeah, no. back to the game. Yeah. Joe, I just wanted to mention like James Lowe. And Mac Hansen, Joe, because obviously put James Lowe in because he, he thought he was going to kick it a lot more of his left B. And he, I thought he had an incredible game. Um, but I do think at times he was a little bit greedy with the ball. It was, you know, he went into contact, should have passed before contact. And then that, that 50-50 pass and losing the ball a couple of times in contact. Um, what did you make of his performance, James? It's, it's tough to look at low. I mean, like overall, yeah, I think you're right. Overall, he was good. But I suppose sometimes he'd force the offload. Yeah. But at the same time, if you look at the build-up into to Conan's try, there's two or three times we held onto the ball in the corner and any other winger was going to touch yeah. except him. And he's so powerful strong. and strong mm. on the ball that you can't move him. And there was, there was a couple of times where he's in a little channel, maybe like a one metre channel, and he beats two players. Yeah. And like, that's what he brings you. And it's, he's completely different than any winger we have, I think. Yeah, look, like obviously he brought me his left boot as well. Like you said, I think that's why 
he kind of got brought into the team massively. Obviously, he didn't get to use it as much yeah. as they maybe liked it. But like you, like he's like he's so powerful. He breaks every tackle. Obviously, you have like Mac Hansen, which I try not to be biased. Yeah. <laughs> yes, biased over, but like, classic, but well. you can't you can't deny his X factor either and his mm. ability to finish tries. Like Law might run through two lads, but Mac could probably run around them. Like you know, <laughs> it's chalk and cheese. Like it's like it's just a different it's a different week. way of playing the game. Um, I hope so. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I thought he burst onto the scene. I think when a player is playing that well, you need to keep playing, keep playing them. Mm-hmm. They're in form. They, they need momentum behind them. And um, Were you chatting to him. How do you feel about not getting picked? I, I, like, I didn't. I didn't even. I didn't even really want to ask. Like, it's one of those things. Like, sometimes you don't get picked. The amount of people texting you and stuff like yeah. that. Like, the last thing he wants yeah. to do is be hearing from me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> asking because then you might think I'm trying to get an inside scoop on it or something. But, yeah. like, <laughs> but like. Look, like Max is a very competitive person, and like he's burst onto the scene. I don't, don't, don't think he even, he even saw this, saw this coming for himself. But like from that first game from Connacht, he just went up and up and up. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and look, Conway played excellent the weekend. Like we've said multiple times, Lowe played well. It just depends what kind of game plan um, yeah. Andy Farrell wants to go with. Really, like you know, they both suit can kind of fit into each game plan, but maybe. A physicality then there's like physicality against England you need that against England as well like yeah. you know you, I think they they were saying look we're going to be a massive physically, phys- physicality uh, team they were <laughs> they, were, yeah. they, they, they didn't disappoint yeah that's um, what um, Eddie Jones said all week that they were going to come out and try and yeah. beat us physically like. yeah. and they nearly did they nearly yeah, did yeah. and you said they came in at the end last 15 minutes the bench just dominated and we, we yeah. got the win. We got the bonus point in the but, end, which is yeah. overall it's actually unbelievable. Like it 32 is. 15 bonus point win. But isn't it great we can do that now? Like you look at yeah. New Zealand and South Africa over the years, we can okay, we're playing this team, let's put Mac Hansen in. Yeah. We're playing this team, let's play James Lowe. Like you yesterday, O'Mahony went in and said a Conan, yeah. you're dropping a three test, the guy who yeah. started all three tests with Lions. We have that. We're, a, we're we can afford that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if something happens to Mac Hansen, if he gets injured, if James Lowe gets injured, same thing like, with the centre. Well. If anyone gets injured, it's like Grant Hugunder. Yeah. 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 You're still Henshaw coming in, like if you want for yeah. more physical, yeah. like him and Bundy or him and Gary. You could do, like, there's so many ways you can play it. Like, so, it's yeah, good way of it. Like. I thought England were very physical, like you said, in the forwards, but in the backs, they didn't look like scoring at all. Yeah. yeah. It was I funny. Just, well, I, was, I was at the game working yesterday, and the amount of English backs I interviewed, which could have been starters, oh, Anthony Watson there, Johnny May there, Jonathan Joseph there, all of them injured sitting around around like just waiting to get back in and I was asking what's what do you think like Max Mayan is there Freddie Stewart and uh, Jack Knowles just come back in and they're all always give the political answer <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. Lighter for the boys like, really good. <laughs> I was like come on now like, yeah. the most honest we've had is Ross Byrne a couple of weeks ago he was like if someone says that they're not happy when the person in their position plays badly is lying like do you know what I mean he's like you want yeah. the team to win but the guy in your position to play badly so um, I just seen England like I think they'll be really good next year when all these guys come back in and um, they're really good for the World Cup I don't know if you think but like there seems to be chopping and changing a lot in the English they're in a bit of a, like a learning phase yeah. I think that's what they're just building like Eddie Jones yeah. said for the World Cup just yeah. trying out different players and you yeah. know Marcus Smith I thought was lovely because you much. know even Johnny Sexton yeah. at the end of the game to yeah. him was like fair play Joe you controlled that game really yeah. really well you know keep it going I think that's a lovely little moment between the two of them because you, know, yeah, you can see cool. how well he did control that game with 14 players it's so difficult for such a young guy yeah, yeah. no it's, it's true look he's, he's that X Factor player as well yeah. like he can he can change the game up as well like you know he pull a rabbit out of a hat yeah. very, very easily like you know so um, I think he's been going excellent for England he kept obviously, them in the game yeah. with the penalty kicks yeah. again yeah I think his game management is getting a lot better as well obviously yeah. look he's like he's a poster boy for, yeah. for Harlequins you know like, look what he's done for Harlequins, like you know, and now, and he can 100% produce that for England as well. It's just him getting used to players 
exactly. around you. I think especially as like a scrum half and an out half, and you have to play your play, players mm. regularly to understand how they want to play the game. Mm. I think the more he plays, the better he's going to get. I think if they get Farrell back as well, that that would be massive for him because yeah. it takes a little bit of pressure from having to lead that back line, and he can just do it have his X factor. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's good, but I think sometimes you need to let let a guy. Yeah. Do his thing, like, sink you or know? swim. Yeah, yeah. So they I mean? played together a few yeah, months ago. Yeah. They were really good. They were both yeah. interchanging. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I think that's cool. But sometimes, like I've just not that I know, not that I know yeah. they're half or anything. But sometimes you can feel that happens. You can almost he might be wanting to do one thing, and then you end up hesitating. You might be pulled back a bit from what from what he maybe would have done if he's ever himself. But I do agree with you. Yeah, younger, but I, I think he's I think he's plenty good enough, and he has enough experience now to go out there by himself mm. and be. Definitely, be be yeah. world, like he's a world class ten already, yeah. but like like top top in the world ten, like you know. And do you think they can do the job for us next week and be friends? Um, hundred percent. I I I think so. Listen, they're going to be kicking themselves over the weekend, like you know they they almost had us, but like that's going to be an absolutely massive game. I'm looking forward to that when like, I talk about physicality. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like that's going to be insane yeah. too. Just after the weekend, that's going at it, yeah. like you know, like just huge man, just. It doesn't really get much better in mm. Test Rugby, does it? Like, yeah. You know? But yeah, Remember before that? the weekend, I thought, like, oh, no way, if England going to be France instead of France. Yeah. Now, after seeing that uh, performance against us, I'm like, they might do it. Like, mm. They might need to get another player sent off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I guess on, like, remember yeah. that game years ago? I can't remember, was it four or four years ago? And we were, we was the last, come on Super Saturday, we were trying to win the Six Nations, and it was England and France in Paris, and... France had to win and France were like four or five tries ahead and England came back and yeah. it ended up being like the craziest match. Yeah. Yeah. I think something like that's going to happen this weekend. It's going to be nuts. I hope so. Anyway. <laughs> I hope so. But yeah. even look at like the, like, the, like the French and the Wales game, which you know what I mean? Like that was, that wasn't as good as, as, as France ha- have been as well, you know? I thought like, yeah. like yeah. There's, a few, there's a few kind of, few, few things in there. That yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, we'll move on to that, yeah. we'll on yeah. to that game now. It's 13-9 um, in the Principality Stadium and, Came down to like literally the last play. Yeah. Like the French boys were jumping around, like they'd won the championship. So it was, it was a close match. Or Wales have really kind of slowly just got better and better throughout the championship, haven't they? Yeah, look, look, hundred percent, hundred percent. Look, Wales are always an excellent team. They can be hit and miss sometimes, like you know. But like I thought, like they they brought the physicality to France as well. Like I just mm. felt maybe in in the in the attacking phases they're they're finding it hard to, to break France down and stuff. Um, mm, yeah. Well, as you would like with the size of the French team. France um, are so clinical. I think I heard a stat yesterday that every try they've scored in the championship has been within five phases. So they just crazy. Oh, they just see the, the opportunity over there. We're going to get there within five phases and score a try, which is nuts. Like yeah. in Ireland, we go through what like 10, 20 yeah, phases, yeah. which works. Like but they play up the middle as well, which is insane. Yeah, I've never seen a team do that yeah. in years. Like they don't. They play it up the middle. Yeah. Like they make their gaps inside okay. the small channels up the middle, which is yeah. I guess just Dupont sniping around and looking for these little pops inside and yeah. outside. And you're like, how are you doing this? But yeah. he's so good. When, so good at that. He always snipes. You think they would know that he's going to do that by now as well? It's one thing saying it like it's easy yeah. saying. It's like trying to stop Cristiano Ronaldo. So many. It's his strength as well, though you know, like, yeah. like, he, like he's. I know he's short, but like yeah. you see him bumping off forwards and stuff, handing handing off forwards. Like, yeah. have you played strong. against him yet? Uh, no, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see now if you can stop yeah, me. Yeah, stop I'll be there. But like, like looking at the game itself, I mean, like first twenty minutes, France looked alright, scored a nice try, but like Wales in the Principality. I remember I said at the start of the game, yeah. you see him singing their anthems. They rarely lose there and they were always going to be in the game. That second half was all Wales. They dominated yeah. them. Yeah. France were poor, but Wales dominated them. They had five or six chances yeah. where they could have won that game. The Jonathan Davies knock on. I think Wales would be kicking themselves. But Wales always, always do that at the beginning of a match, don't they? The last few matches they've played, they've always started really, really slowly. The first 15, 20 minutes, yeah. letting in early yeah. tries and then they do come back, but too late at the end. Yeah, yeah. 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 
I thought look, I, I thought they were good. I thought Bigger was excellent. I thought I thought he, he his kicking out of hand was brilliant. I thought mm-hmm. he like he commanded the game really well. So for Wales, I thought I thought having him in there like really gave him an upper hand as well. Like just tactically, I thought I thought he was excellent. I thought Falato was class. That's the best I've seen him play. Everyone keeps years. writing him off. Writing he's him off. coming you, back. You can't like you can't just even like. I know he's, he's physical, but like even his his, his skills alone mm-hmm. are class. He almost got that the offload to Davies to score in the corner as well. He did all the work. Like should have Davies should have caught, yeah, caught it. Like you know, but yeah, <laughs> I thought he'd have he'd a massive game as well. Yeah. The work rate, you you you're quite similar in the work rate in defence. He's just so fast, man, aggressive. Like yeah. one, that chase where he, I don't know who it was. Jaminet caught it and Falato just chasing yeah. down into the twenty-two, yeah. pulled him down, which is amazing. Like yeah, he's amazing. a back row. Yeah, yeah. especially for like for the size for the size of him as well. Like. I think what about six foot five, six foot four. He's a big boy. He's a big man, and the amount of work that he gets gets through is massive. Like, and then I have like Aldrin on the other side for yeah. France, who is is a juggernaut as well. Like, I think he didn't have a great game. He didn't have a great game, yeah. but like, I just think even just to, like you say, like hitting rooks and stuff, just doing your job, I think goes a long way as well as a back yeah. row. Yeah, he yeah. definitely was a big difference yesterday for Wales, and I'm, I'm disappointed now that he didn't get the win because it would have been so much easier for us. <laughs> <that win. laughs> but let's, if, if you look at next week, if France, I know it's going to be completely different kettle of fish because the Grand Slam on the line and it's in Paris. Yeah. But if France played any way like the way they played against Wales and England played the way they played against yeah. Ireland, yeah. England win that game all day long. Yeah, that, that's what I'm kind of thinking. That's what I said. Like, <laughs> you know? but I'm, I'm hoping as well. Obviously, <laughs> I, even thought, yeah. I even thought Dupont was a bit off as well. Like you yeah. know, he got he got subbed off. I think. It was about 10, 15 minutes I ago. I've never seen that. Yeah, he barely comes off. Do you get hurt? No. He doesn't come like he doesn't like he just doesn't really come off for fans. Never comes off. Never comes off. Never comes off. Yeah. Big call, like, because he wasn't was was playing well. Yeah. What do you think went wrong for France then in the last 20 minutes? What, I don't know. I was just up their game a little bit. Like Liam Williams was very good. He had a bit of a shaky start at the beginning, but then really sort of got into it towards the end. That's his best game of success. Sorry, I think. kicking was outstanding, I thought. Yeah, I think it was just the attrition of the Wales. It's always cool Wales, just hard hits, a lot of effort, like, and just France couldn't really. Well, they did hold on, but nearly didn't. There was another five minutes, like, who knows what could have happened. But. Um, I suppose it goes down to the last weekend anyway, really, doesn't it's it? It's, 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 yeah. it's Wales, the Prince Valley, like that, that place is a fortress. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. The atmosphere inside there is ridiculous. But. Exactly. We move on to the, the last game then. Scotland were over in Rome. Yeah. And they fairly, well, they didn't hock him in the end. It's, I watched no. it and uh, Scotland were Thank dominant, you. but Italy scored two tries at the end to kind of make the scoreline a bit more um, uh, flattering towards them. It's 33-22. Yeah. And did you watch the game, Connor? Yeah, I, I watched most of it anyway, and I watched the highlights there before I came in. Um, yeah. It was actually it was actually a pretty entertaining game in the end. Um, yeah, it was good. A lot of good yeah, shows. Right yeah, yeah. No, I, thought, I thought it was good. Like that, like it was like, I think it was Scotland scored like an 80 metre try, like yeah. a 50 metre try. I think um, the, um, the hooker came down, like nearly ran like a 50 metre try in as well, mm. the Scottish guy. But um, yeah. But yeah, it was pretty entertained. And I think they had a. Italy's uh, dad is like young. What, what age was he? George Turner. Caparoso. He's yeah. he plays in the Fred. He's, he's originally French. He plays in the D two. He's twenty three or twenty two. Looks twelve. Yeah, I saw a post. And was like, this guy looked twelve. And I was looking at the picture. I was like, like what age? Because they, they had a really young winger um, that came on during the Six Nations as well. Yeah. They? Like it's like nineteen or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But he came on and scored two tries. Actually, really good. Really good but, um, He was brilliant. Yeah. 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 It's like good finishes and stuff. But I thought it was actually like rugby wise, like maybe like. Not the most impressive game, but I think just like the tries and stuff, I thought were mm. were pretty entertaining. Yeah. It, was very, it was really entertaining. Like they, Scotland definitely took their chances when they could. Yeah. And like I know I spoke about Hogg a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh, he's so bad sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But like I have to give him credit to Duke. Yeah. He was very, very good this yeah. week. He was. Yeah. Interesting. Point I hate to game. say it, but he was good. <laughs> Interesting point from that game. There, uh, not to be confused with the Calcutta Cup. They were playing for a new trophy before called the. 
uh, I pronounce his name probably the Kutita Cup. So it's uh, uh, Massimo Kutita. He's the former Italy captain and he's actually Scotland's scum coach. So that's a new cup they're playing oh, for really? here. Like. So yeah. that's nice. Passed away from COVID. Passed away from COVID oh. last year. So that's a nice yeah. little thing to have. Cool, like, yeah. and, like, people complain oh, about nice. whether Italy are going to be in the Six Nations or not. Like, but this is another like, something for them to play for. Yeah, like, because, you know, exactly. this, could, this could be something nice because... Scotland are a team yeah. that can aim for every year. Like, I think it's, is it 36 wins? 36 losses now would have had the Six Nations in a row. Italy. Yeah. Oh, it was man. a very pleasing so. performance from them. They, you know, very close score towards the end, but they, they had some really, they played some really good rugby, like you said, yeah. Connor. And yeah. it was, I was sitting on the edge of my seat because I thought they were going to take it. Yeah. yeah. Both Italy scored a try as well. Yeah. Like, Come on, lad. Yeah. 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 You can't have that soft spot for long shit. Like, Everyone like, wants to see him get a win. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, like, being, being in the dressing room, we've lost 36 games in a row, but I don't, like, can't have the same conversation every time. But like, on, for right. me, I, I always think like, what's the pre-match speech or, do you know, like, or like, mm-hmm. what's the, what's the end goal? Like, what's their, their target? Like, you know? Yeah. Because like, you can only be tricking yourself if your target's to go out and beat England or something like that. Like, you know, like, what's, like, yeah. like, like, where do they get their kind of, um, I they talk about need to get Pat Lamin and not be smart. Look what happened with Connacht. Like, there was a time yeah. when people were saying get rid of Connacht. Yeah. And this has gone back, what, say 15 years ago. Yeah. Connacht went on to win the league and Connacht are now, like, yeah. as good as any of the provinces. Mm. Yeah, they, they, were, they were so far behind for a long time. Yeah. They've tried that. They got Conor O'Shea in there for a couple of years. Like, he's yeah. a top quality coach. Like, so I think it's more so nearly their, just their grassroots and it's just going to take a few years for it to be built up. But you see guys like Ange Cap- Kapua so he scored the two tries he's coming through the, the second uh, try was class yeah. second try was class the, the guy who kicks I can't, I can't think of his name on the top of my head who kicks for Italy he's unbelievable Oani's uh, class yeah Oani's class so they're coming you know, I think yeah. it's coming and okay. Tr- Treviso yeah. won, won the URC last year last they're a tough team to play against especially over there as well Like so I think like the clubs in Italy I think are getting better especially Treviso but uh, I don't know how that's going to translate into the international stage. That's just another, yeah. another, another step up, you know. So maybe I don't know if it could be change, yeah. change of culture. Yeah, or what is it? Maybe it's just that they just don't have the depth either. Like you know, it's yeah. Not, it's we we just stop talking part. about getting them turned over to six stations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, just, leave, just leave them alone. Like let them, let them, let them develop. Yeah. Let them get better. Yeah. On the Scottish side, though, is there anything that Ireland need to fear going into next week's match? From what we saw of them against Italy, like. You know, Darcy Graham is one to watch. He's, he's going to give us a little bit of trouble, maybe. If he gets any space, like he's, he's just gone. gone. Yeah, so they're going to have to obviously maybe say double team or say really high defensively to try and make sure he doesn't step back in because he's incredible. Yeah. But I thought Ali Price had an unbelievable game. Yeah. Man, which, he was like, unbelievable. Yeah, which is like not only characteristic, but I haven't seen him play like that really ever. He made three clean line breaks, yeah. just looking around like he'd all the time in the world and give a lovely pass up to Hogg for that, for his try. Um, I think he got the intercept for Chris Harris's try, which is if, we, if we're doing try the week for Six Nations, that was incredible. Incredible. Did you that see that was, one? Was that the 80 meter break? No? Yeah, so Ali Price intercepted in the 22, ran up the middle of the pitch, nearly yeah, yeah, got caught, that, stepped yeah. in, whipped it out to the winger, and then kicked it back inside yeah. to Chris Harris. Like, incredible stuff. You can always see when oh, Laz, yeah, when Laz make them, yeah. when Laz make them breaks, you start panicking because you see how, how far the try line is away. You start having to look around, you're like, Laz, who can have dumped this off? Yeah, yeah. 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 You had so much time. Yeah. You did really well. So, like, yeah, I think yeah. that's what we have to worry about. Ali yeah. Price playing well, if Finn Russell plays well, do you know what I mean? And then he's getting the ball out to Darcy Graham. There's got to be no pushovers. They, they won't be pushovers. Yeah. yeah. They won't. <laughs> Finn Russell, he's a wizard as well. Like, yeah. you know, I've seen him for wrestling and stuff. It's, yeah. it's amazing, he's amazing what he can do. He is. Like, he's, I know. Like, even like, like how quickly the ball can go from his hand to onto his foot mm. for these little like, chip kicks and grub kicks through. Like, yeah. you know, so. It's not just going to happen next week for us. No, like, not at these all. Guys no. Come Scott, Scotland are any pushovers. But if you shot if we shot Scotland down early, put them under pressure, they're so prone to making those mistakes. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of yeah. hoping will happen if we can just hold on to the ball like you know in phase I think we'll be fine yeah. Yeah. that's the one thing that Get needs to get better yeah. Again, yeah like obviously but then again like it's like that, if the offload comes off people are like oh amazing offload 
then it doesn't people are like oh what are you doing that for like you know so it's like <laughs> yes is that kind of it's, it's that balance because that's what Ireland are getting better at they're getting better at playing through contact and get it better at offloads and stuff I think if we can hold on to the ball once we're inside the 22 10 meters out mm-hmm. I think I think we have we, we have to come out with points like you know be yeah. a bit more clinical and tell me like what happens next week with the grass so France uh, uh, win next week but yeah. we win as well by a certain amount of points. Could we, we win or no. does France just they, they, they win? I was actually listening this morning. So basically, like, obviously, of course, you get well. extra points to win a Grand Slam. You, you, no matter what the points difference is, if they win, if they win all their games, Grand Slam is They've done won. and dusted. You get okay. extra points for that, right? So that's done and dusted. But if France lose by any margin, just lose, and we win, forget it. We don't need a bonus fight or anything. We win the Six Nations. <sighs> but if France lose and get four tries and get two bonus points, then it comes down to points difference again after ah. that, and it gets a little tricky. Oh, because we have more bonus points than France. Yeah, so we moment, got we, we, like people forget like we got bonus points in all our games except for the game we lost. Yeah, we, do you know what I mean? But we like we also forget as well as if we beat Scotland next week, we win a triple crown. Yeah, so it's like you know like it, it's not it's, bad. It's, it's won't be a bad thing. Like if we could finish Six Nations with a bonus fight win against England, a bonus fight win against Wales, mm-hmm. just about losing to France in Paris. Yeah. And then beating Scotland the last day, you yeah, can't really complain too much, can you? It's a yeah, bit of a bad situation, kind of thing, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. Aim for the stars, though. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not going to give up just yet. I think something might happen next week, and we'll it's all be in the edge of our seats. We're we're yeah, counting the points. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. 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 We've been there before. The last day, like, like, yeah. Yeah. We've been there. Look, we'll leave the Six Nations there. We'll move on to our favourite part of the show. Nothing too hectic here now, but we've got okay. 10 questions here, all right? Um, first question up is a question here from Mark Chappie. Chappie, it's over there. Mark the Chap. Who was your dream back row player from any era? Any year. That's a good question. Mm. Has to be Richie McCall, isn't it? For me, for me, that's kind of one of the lads I always kind of looked up to just the work rate and stuff and just the aggression and the pitch and, and such a leader as well for New Zealand for so long. So I'd, I'd have to go with that, yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah. can't disagree with that. Yeah. 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 We Richie McCall, the good, probably the greatest of all time. ask that question, like, you can't say Richie <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like when people say your best player played against you, not allowed to say how Driscoll. Yeah, yeah. always do um, a question here from our social channels. Um, of all the players you've played with, which one brought you the biggest intensity into training as well as matches? Um, that's a good question. Play, say CJ. Um, CJ Sander. I thought he, he, he was he was excellent in training. He used to always pull me for like doing extra tackles after training as well. He's one of them type of players. So um, he, was always, he was always a great trainer. And obviously, a great player as well. So I'd have to go with CJ's work, his work ethic, and stuff like that. Is mm-hmm. that's probably why he's one of the best back rows mm-hmm. in the last few years for Ireland. Like you know, the mental work he gets through and stuff, and he puts that in in training as well. So I'd have to go with him. Um, well, um, I'd always go to. I never got to train like a call into training against Bundy or something. Or with yeah. him. What's the energy like he has a training or in matches? Yeah, well, just? actually, yeah, but like Bundy as well. Like you know, yeah. but kind of memory. I'm, I just remember when I was a young lad, someone that like a kind of struck me I was like Jesus Christ like that kind of way you know yeah. but like but like, obviously I'm a bit older now so I've trained more people but like Bundy see Bundy is probably louder in training than he is on the pitch and I know people might <laughs> not think that like you know <laughs> but like, like yeah but like, like but that's what makes training competitive like he'll be hollering and everything like during training you know getting getting lads riled up and stuff but that's what you need you need a competitive environment if you don't have that in training you're not going to go out yeah. and do it in the game well even knowing you personally I think the energy you, I'd say you get off Bundy when he's playing is yeah, next yeah. Time, look, I mean Bundy like bounce off each other, each other a bit now um, yeah. 
Like I like the way he plays the game, like that kind of aggressive kind of physicality and stuff. Like yeah, he has a kind of streak. Well. Don't feel like, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a nut job with these. He's no, a you, you're, you're a nut job. I don't be hooping and hollering now. Yeah, you're quietly around me. Yeah, quietly, yeah. All right. Next question is, so you've been around provinces. You started in Leinster, then the Munster. You lived with me for two years. And now you're in Connacht and playing the best rugby you've played. What has been your standout moment on the pitch so far out of your career? Um, it's always playing with me, obviously. <laughs> After the Mary All Blacks game. Oh, it's always about you, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Living to you is a bit of a nightmare to you. <laughs> yeah. Sammy, yeah, Sammy Arnold, yeah. Some yeah. stick about yeah. him, something yeah. you can use. Me, him, and Back. Sammy lived together for two years. Yeah. Sammy's a mess. Me, Sammy used to clash a lot, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The two haters going at each other then. I had the camera down in the middle like this. Why just cleaning everything around you, fighting? Like, yeah. No, I'm talking about the Mary All Blacks game. Yeah, the Mary All Blacks game. That's pretty standout um pretty game my career just from memory wise like it was I was I think I was only like 20 as well so I was very young and um just the whole obviously with Axel passing and stuff like that it was a massively emotional game then the presentation before it as well was yeah. was hugely emotional for everyone and then it was I don't know everything kind of added up to the game even the weather it was raining sideways but like for some reason that just it just made it even more intense and even better so that was one of the but no deep, but he's standout moment uh, yeah, in my career cool. so far, yeah. I remember being at that match like, in the crowd, like, and I was like, I can't imagine like what it was like to be a player. In the crowd, it was just to watch it, it was incredible. Yeah. Being on the pitch, yeah. like, and like, going out and beating them then as well, like, and the whole thing was just, James Lowe actually was playing yeah. in that game no for the Maui All Blacks, and he looked back, it's actually yeah. funny. Yeah, he, think he back, looks a lot different now. <laughs> it's like, a bit different now, the shorter hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, that's brilliant. That's he played brilliant. well that day as well. Which yeah, yeah. Pretty, they probably made, made, made it a bit better. Yeah. If, I had, if I had a bit of a stinker, I'd have to go with something else, you know what I mean? Robbie Jenkinson wants to know, how many golf balls do you lose per round with your slice on the link courses of Galway? That's why mate. You're saying, saying oh, that you're thinking is, as yeah. much, yeah. I always tell him it's not lost, it's just not found. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same I go on golf. Like. Uh, and those links courses now, like they're yeah. tough. Oh, geez, yeah, that's it. You kind of tell yourself that, don't you? Like, yeah. But um, I'll bring out a pack of balls, I'll say, but 24. 24 around. <laughs> 24 per round. 24 per round. Two of these. I'll every team box, you know. Good, Good crack. Um, you've lived in all four, three provinces. Um, what's the best city for a night out? Dublin, Limerick, or Galway? Good question. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble. What are you answering? Yeah, I, answer no, I don't know how to answer now. Has, has, well, see, since, <laughs> since I, I'd say Galway, but like before, that was before I even moved. I used to go to Galway from Limerick for yeah. nights out. Since I moved there, it's kind of been obviously the pandemic and stuff. But like, I don't want to bring that up, but like, I haven't really got to go out that much. But from uh, memory, I always thought Galway was an amazing idea. And everything's so close as well. Like, you know, sometimes in Dublin, like your mates are going, we're going to this bar. Then you're, you're walking for 20 minutes yeah. in, in the pissing rain. So I'd have yeah. to, I'd, I'd have to go uh, with Galway. Yeah. Yeah. Can't, like, no. I'm from Limerick, like, and I prefer to go to Galway. So like, Galway. Like, even when you were when you're a student, like, Galway yeah. was always the best night out. We got a question on the Instagram stories about your uh, illustrious, um, well-decorated Black, Black Rock Schools Cup team. Yeah. I think nearly everyone you played with in schools played fresh rugby. Incredible team. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, um, so the, the question, the following answer from that is, do you think that schools team would beat any other team in any era? In school, oh. is what the question came in. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I have, to, I have to back the lads. Like, don't I? <laughs> yeah. But uh, you rattle off some of the names. Yeah, I, I think someone like tagged me in a tweet recently, and they had the from the final. They had the the team sheet, 
and it was like Kalen was playing six, Nick Timoney was playing eight, and I was playing seven. <laughs> and then Joey was playing fullback at the time. Then Hugo was playing on the I think playing the left wing. So yeah, but like even like that just that alone. Four of the lads out of there after going on and playing international. Jeremy Lockman was playing loose head. He's after getting called into the Irish squad. Yeah. Um, Connor O'Brien was he there? No, he wasn't. No. He was in the centre seat. And he was in the centre for us. I like like the lads from school, like Ian Kinsey, like they didn't go on. Jack Power played thirteen. I'd not remember Jack Power. He was in he was in um Glancer Academy for a while, then went down to the Munster Academy. So yeah. he was one that went into the academy and he just kinda chose a different route. So yeah. Like yeah, everyone kinda went into academies and stuff, but like I think it was like maybe four or five of them lads are playing international and That's um nuts. three of them played in the weekend, like, you know? Yeah. So it's cra- it's crazy. Yeah, it was a uh, it was pretty stacked. I think Caelan was like 15 or something crazy playing. He was in 40 and I think he was like, I think he was like a f- a three months too old to play the Junior Cup again. <laughs> so he came up and played Senior Cup and he was like started, started number six for us and probably it was like one of our best players, which is just crazy to think to think back. But like obviously, look, we obviously all know how good he was now, but I remember looking at him when we were playing. Yeah. I was like, someone told me his age and I was just like, that's... <laughs> That's a bit weird. That's a bit weird. First of all, I was like, that's a bit weird, lads. And then it's kind of like, that's just crazy. It's just so impressive. Do you remember who was scrum after you? Was it Charlie Rock? No, he he was the year before me. Um, Another guy, Tristan Brady, he played okay. scrum half. Um, the laws of Irish internationals played in that team. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. shows what school rugby's like yeah. now. Do you have many from your school team now? Like, how many, like, when you were playing soon as the Senior Cup, no. any come either out of sevens or pro? No, it's, it's actually sad enough. So we won everything coming through. We were like yeah. the Black Rock down in, down in Limerick. Like, we won everything, but not many of us played anymore. I mean, Garoad Lyons, who played 10, he played for uh, Nottingham for a few years and played Irish sevens. And I played Irish sevens. That was about it. Everyone else kind of gave it up, which is sad, yeah. Sad, Josh wanted to just go to the Black Rock team. Yeah. That's yeah. Like, Greg holds on to his school's highlights. He has them uh, on yeah. the there. <laughs> we won't if, if anyone wants to watch them, go, go search them. Because that's what he thinks. That's his pickup line now. We won't well. absolutely yeah. nothing. We, uh, we had Dave Kakoyan and White Cherry. So we had one playing yesterday still. So we got two pro players on it. But we won absolutely Two of the weirdest lads as well. You probably two of the weirdest sort of White Cherry and Dave Kakoyan. Like, you couldn't yeah. get anywhere. But at least for Greg Cherry, Cherry got a couple of international caps. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he got one or two. Yeah, he was, had bad injuries. Kikoi was playing. Kikoi had a good game yesterday. He did. Yeah, he always does. Look, I took yeah. killers. I took killers class. I, yeah. I rate him so highly. Yeah. Just his carrying and stuff. He's playing the, the best rugby he's ever played at the yeah. moment. Like two hundred yeah. caps. Trimmed down as well. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's better shape. Like, and he's just that's, what he, crazy that's, what, he, that's what he tells lads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what he tells yeah. the women. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We talk about talk about internationals in that team, man. We need to get you into that Irish team, brother. You're playing the best rugby you've ever played. Yeah. Look, like. I'm, I'm happy with how, how it's going and stuff. Um, that's obviously the next step for me. I just need to kind of keep concentrating yeah. on performing for Connacht and playing for them and then hopefully see, see what comes down the line. Look, it's, you can't shy away from the competitiveness of the yeah. background, especially that that seven jersey as well. Like you know, well, so. I think in any other year just gone by, you'd be into the Irish training squad oh, at least minimum. There's yeah. just so many guys around there. Like, yeah. Is it frustrating for you or are you just like, I'm concentrating on Connacht and that's it? I didn't even really think about it then until like building up to the Six Nations squad, people start saying it to me, and I kind of start being like, Maybe I am. Like, I was like, yeah, what are you talking about? And then they're like, They're kind of they're saying, they're like, Oh, yeah, have you like chatted to like Faz or anything? I was like, No, I haven't heard anything. I didn't even think I'd be in contention. And then obviously, you played a few games and then got a bit of media traction. Then I was kind of like, Geez, I might actually might, might be close enough. And yeah. then I didn't even know the squad was getting announced on the day it was getting announced. So I was just like, <laughs> I was just kind of clueless to it all. Yeah. Then, then, um, um, Jack uh, Jack Carty asked me, he's like, oh, are you nervous? I was like, what? And he's like, oh, the squad's been like, announced. Uh, and I was like, oh, when? It's like, tomorrow or like today or something like that. And I was like, 
fuck, I haven't been out. Like, I didn't know what to Then obviously I didn't get selected. Um, mm-hmm. I had a chat with Faz and stuff, so... Okay. That was obviously a positive that came out of it. Oh, that's like, quick to chat. It's positive. It's so positive that people around you are like, yeah, saying to you, "This is yeah. possible." Like, keep fighting yeah. for Especially it. Especially for Connacht as well. Like, even like the amount of players we got into the squad this year is probably. Mm. I think it's been the most in in a, in a long time. Yeah. Um. So and obviously having Mac there, like playing like playing regularly, Finley now on the bench regularly, Bundy yeah. starting regularly, and Jacks. They're just so close to, to being there as well, you know. Yeah. It's a nice tour coming up to New Zealand this summer. Have you been to New Zealand before? Uh, no. Yeah, it's New Zealand's class, so it, hopefully yeah. that'll be a nice yeah. trip for you off to New Zealand. Like, and you yeah. get a couple of tests under your belt down, down yeah. there. Fingers I hope crossed. so, man. You deserve it because you're playing the best show you've ever played. And I think you're top of the stats in the URC and stuff. Yeah. Right? So just keep plugging away. And I think you'll get in there eventually. We're always saying it here in the house. Rugby, yeah. like, get them in. Like, yeah. Yeah. I said, like, you've got so, like, Jack Conan as a test line on the bench. Like, that shows you what you're up exactly, against. Like, yeah. Just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. all you can do. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, next one is a question in from Mark. Oh, this is a tough question. That, My brother's name is Mark now. So is this one? <laughs> Who has been the toughest player you've ever played against? Can't be Richard McGall. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's a tough one. Probably Nick Williams when he was playing for, um, for, for Cardiff Blues. Large man. <laughs> I, I remember because we played again before he retired. I think I was only playing professional rugby. Like, I only got my first cap the year before and I was kind of went into played them over there. And I remember, like, it wasn't even a tackle. I was in a rook, and I was like this, and he counter rooked the thing, and he's absolutely whacking me. I was like, I was like, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh no. And then I remember he's carrying the ball, and he hit me. Just, I always, I always remember he's always stood out in my head because people asked me that before, and he's always stood out in my head as probably one of the toughest players that I've yeah. ever played against. Yeah, he was at Munster oh, nice. for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, didn't get Munster, and my dad made a yeah. serious career in Ulster, and then Cardiff yeah. then was yeah. after that. Cardiff, you finished up in Cardiff, then, yeah. yeah. He shoots size of a small car, like honestly. Yeah. We, we had someone, we had someone on before. I think it was one of the other lads that come on and said Nick Williams as well. Yeah. That he's just hitting him, it's like hitting a wall. Like. But him hit, not hitting him, it's him hitting Hughes. Like, <laughs> like, at least, at least when he's run as you can just dive his ankle and hope for the best. But it's, it's, when you, it's when them lads you get to ball, you look up and you're like, oh, no, not that way. So Connor, you've had the pleasure of being to three different provinces at this stage under a lot of different coaches, like Axel being one you mentioned. Who has been the most influential coach so far in your career? Has has to be Razzy, isn't it? Is it Razzy, yeah. yeah. Razzy, 100%. Like, um, so far anyway, he, like, um, just having him in there and seeing the the style of coaching, I don't know if anyone's watched that, the Seraphine documentary and stuff. Like, if you even watch that, like, that is, that's him, like, you know, he's not, like, putting that on for the cameras, that's what he's like. Um, so I'd have to say him. I was obviously had like a start in my career as well, and have a coach like that start in your career. And um, I got on well with him as well. Like he played me a lot as well, which is obviously give you your break. Or did yeah, Axel give you your break. Yeah, it brought me down. But like Razzy kind of backed me as well because he was obviously there. Then when Axel passed, then he kind of took the reins as like being coach director of rugby. But he's had a ma- massive influence on how like kind of mentally how how I look at the game and stuff and how he's kind of explained things. It's just he can get the he can get the most out of the players. He knows how to touch on lads' emotional strings before games, like and he and he just I don't know, it's just there's something about him. Like he's just he's an excellent yeah. coach tactically as well. But I think from getting the most out of your player, I think he's a very good like man manager through that sense. He's one of the most honest coaches I've had as well. He'll tell you square to your face how it is if you're not good enough and that's why you're not playing. So. Yeah. Well, he did bring South Africa. They brought him back to South Africa yeah. and they brought them all to the World Cup champions. Yeah. So he had there once as well, like yeah. the small period he was there once, yeah. like brought you to two semi-finals, a final and a semi-final. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Do you think he would have won something if he's dead? I, I think so, yeah. yeah. I, 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 really, I really do. I think it was such a pity when he left as well. We were building something massive, massive back then and um, 
kind of just happened so fast as well, you know? Yeah. And um, it was tough. Like, we were kind of left in limbo then, obviously, for a while. We didn't really know what was going on. So, um, I think so. Looking at him, but like, what he's doing in South Africa now, like, yeah. I'm just Johnny yeah. getting better. Obviously, he's doing his little, like, his jokes <laughs> here and there, which, like, all, like. He's the best character in Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I think Ruby's kind of missing that sometimes as well. Like, you know, it's so. Um, serious. Yeah, it's so, not PG, but it's so. Uh, it's just sometimes you can't have personalities in it, like, do you know yeah. what I mean? You're right, you're right. So, like, I, it's I, a media I feel, trend. I feel bring, bring, yeah. bringing that to bringing that to it, it's a, it's a bit of a laugh and a bit of fun. And anyone that's getting upset by it, like, just take a step back and just, like, it's fine. Like, it's. it's that's it, the alakadoos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's bringing a bit of substance to it, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I find a gas when you run the water on and stuff. Like, obviously, when you know coaches, you find it funnier because yeah. you're not, you know, what he, you know what he's doing, like. Yeah. But, um, and did, did him leaving Munster kind of. Was that a catalyst for you going, all right, I'm going to go to Connacht and, and start again? No, not, not, at the, not at the start it wasn't. Because like, like, I still signed on for, I think, when you left, like I think I signed like a, a one year or two years, so I can't really remember. But like, I, was, I was pretty happy with how I was, how I was going in months here. Like, like I, re I really did like it there as well. Like, I liked the group of lads. and I, 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 I still do. Like, 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 I know it doesn't look like we play against each other, but like, <laughs> massive, massive respect for the club. Like, they gave me a lot as well starting off. So um, that's not that's not really why I left. It's just probably the reason I left was just I wasn't playing enough, mm. and for me to get to the next stage of my career, to obviously I had international goals. I always have been. I think every player does when they start off in rugby. Of so course. for me to, to give me the best chance, I needed to be starting regularly, regularly, playing regularly, yeah. And, and Connacht made made the mo most sense. And obviously, look, it's benefited me this season. It's been a great decision. Yeah, like, yeah, it's probably been the best you. decision of my career so far. Yep. So. Yep. Um, yeah, that's probably that's the main reason I left. It was just it was just down to game time, really. Yeah. 100%. It's actually one of our next questions as well. Um, we have Dooley, Murphy, and Byrne all moving to Connacht. What do you make of them coming to the club? Yeah, unbelievable. Like, like we'd like obviously Connacht now. We've lads from from every every different provinces, different countries, you know. Um, and it's it's a great mixture. Like, and it works. I know some people say, oh, lads from different areas, but like it works. Everyone's there for the same reason, the same goal. Like everyone. It's, it's not like an unknown thing that Connacht have a chip in their shoulder like you know mm. most of the players do and that's not, like like we don't shy away from that like you have to mm. embrace that as well mm. so I think them come down it's got it's kind of mad it's a depth we need like you know if people talk about why like maybe some we, we might fall off in some games like we don't have the the depth like Leinster or Munster or Ulster yeah. do we, we, we have, we're getting it we're getting there yeah. and bringing them lads in is going to is going to give us massive depth and I think Definitely. I think they're going to be great additions and Obviously, nice having two more lads kind of from Dublin down as well, like, you know. So, uh, no, there's no clicks okay. or anything in Connacht. Everyone, like, everyone's, everyone, everyone gets on and look, they're young, ambitious players yeah. as well. And they, they're they going to have the same goal as, I'm sure, all players. So look, I'm really looking forward to next season already. I can't wait. And you have another yeah, guy great. coming, not just Dublin lads. You've a guy called Seamus Hurley Langton. Despite his name, he's not actually Irish. Yeah. He's, he's from New, New Zealand. What do you yeah. have him coming up? Yeah, he's not even Irish qualified. I don't think is he? No, no, I think he's playing for is a man at Wild Two Turbo. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I haven't really, obviously, I haven't really seen much of him. Like I, I didn't really, I didn't really get any know he was signing, and he's a back row, like you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Career, no, it's, comp it's competition. Yeah, training, no, isn't it? listen, listen. Like, like we need it as well. Like, and then obviously George coming down to the back row. Yeah. So look, I look like like we said, we, we've. We've signed lads, we're losing players as well. Like, you know, yeah. we're losing Papalese going as well. Like, you know, so Sammy's gone. Sammy's gone. Yeah. So like we need to like we you need to replace players as yeah. well. And, mm. and hopefully hopefully it's gonna be it'll be seamless enough. Exactly. And look, like I said, we welcome anyone that wants to come to a club open arms that's gonna 
add value to the club and that, 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 that's what we're excited for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just look at Leinster, they're using 50 players a season. But uh, sp- speaking of Leinster... Using <laughs> 50 players a season. They, they're using 50, not losing. Oh, using, yeah. Yeah. No, no, as in like they go through, like they use regularly, like last three or four yeah. seasons, they've used 50 players, 50 yeah. plus players in a season. Like, that's, it's just a, it's that's what you need. It's a squad depth, like, you know, mm. and obviously people always, it always comes back to the population and stuff in Dublin and stuff. So look, they use 50 players, look how many lads probably left they're playing in different provinces yeah. but like I think people like you need to start seeing that more in Ireland like putting lads in different provinces and stuff like that because there's lots of fall through the nets I've played with players over the years that have been like like I'm not trying to say better than players that are playing profession now but like I, I, I would have felt where like like excellent players like like Craig here like yeah. 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 oh you two stop yeah. <laughs> 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 that was a joke by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah but like you see lads like falling through and stuff and it's just yeah. it's sometimes it's a pity but look like not everyone get caught up like no. it's a very there's only four teams in Ireland like if you look at the Membership and like all the teams over there yeah there's, like exactly. there's so many different options like you know so. well I don't know if, if you have the inside scoop but like it seems like the IRFU are thinking tactically towards the Irish team like oh no we'll move Conor Oliver to Connacht we'll move Dooley to Connacht and Dan Sheen, have every, Dan Sheen. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I was hoping you would answer do you think IRFU yeah. are doing that or is that just me speculating no like, no I think they try to keep players inside Ireland 100% yeah like I don't like but I don't like I'm not sure if it's just talking, yeah. Stuff, if just like, moving yeah. there for the right reason, yeah. or just moving there for them not to leave, like, do you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They could is, be is, is, it, is it right in saying as well? If you look back a few years ago, there was a thing years ago where if you pay for Leinster or Munster or Ulster, you can't join a province, and that's gone now. Yeah, that oh, forbidden door is gone, and for mm. years, like, you're a Munster man, you're, you're an Ulster. Oh, yeah, that door is gone now, isn't it? Yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. I think even like, I understand, I think that was back in the kind of AIL days, you know, like when the AIL was huge and the club you play for, yeah. and then like if the lads weren't playing for. Leinster, Munster, they'd be going back and they'd be playing yeah. AIL. So yeah. I think no, I think that's gone a good few years now, and it's good. It's good to see. Yeah, we have definitely. that in the women. You wouldn't. I wouldn't go off to Munster and play. You know, yeah, like it's coming though. Give it time. Give it time. But yeah. uh, look, you've been a good sport. That was good. Now I enjoyed that. Hope you. Uh, they weren't. They weren't too hard. But no, they were. Grand, grand, yeah, grand sure, yeah. We move on to. We're already chatting about it. We'll actually move properly into the URC. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Leinster, yeah. defeated by Ulster uh, yesterday. Um, that's the first time since the 2012 and 2013 season they've done a double over Leinster, it's back to back. and it's also the. It's actually the. That's only the second time in professional rugby history. Done the double over Leinster in the league. No way. It's so it's and like 18 13, they beat him up in, yeah. in all in Ulster, wasn't it? All in yeah. Ulster, yeah. yeah. Scrappy enough kind of a match. Uh, Mike Lowry was absolutely class again. Balakoon, yeah. two of them linked up brilliantly for, for, for one of the tries. To this period of pressure out the back from Burns and Lowry holds on to it. Balakoon and Lowry again. And this time Ulster find the switch between the mercurial fullback and the brilliant winger and they have their second like, Ulster look good this year, aren't they? Yeah, like, but, like the weather didn't really have the game either. Like, the, weather, the weather was shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, look, like, even going up there, like we, when we played them up there as well, I think they're a bit of a different animal at home. Yeah, they're but, nine um, from nine games at yeah, home now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Their, ba- their back three is, a, is so dangerous as well. Like, you know, mm. even you mentioned Larry there. Like, I think he's been one of the players of the URC this season. Every time he gets the ball, he's, 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 he's gone. Yeah, exactly. And then you're Balakin as well. Yeah, it's crazy. But like, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was it was a good enough game. Like, it was a bit scrappy. It was a bit stop-start. The weather was absolutely was, was shocking, as I said. So yeah. I think that affected the game a lot. 
Yeah. Great. Feels good match. Um, our, our jukebox award this week is uh, going to Eric O'Sullivan. A uh, big, massive hit on Jimmy O'Brien. That yeah. was huge. Really, 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 <laughs> really slippery night. O'Brien, nothing easy. Does manage to collect. I was just going to say, can he evade the first up tackle from an Ulster player? Absolutely not. Massive hit from Eric Backward O'Sullivan. It was a nice textbook tackle. Yeah, was, like he lined yeah. him up, yeah. and there was nothing illegal about it. Good old school fashion tackle. Yeah, poor but, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> poor, but a big win, big win for Ulster. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, you've got Linster coming up soon, haven't you? So yeah, twenty twenty sixth of March. I think yeah, I'm right. So we have him in the sports ground now. Obviously, we yeah, played him the RDS. Didn't go. We started well half time. Then kind of just. I think they bring they brought like Porter and Rowan and Austin Bench. You like seeing them come off the bench in sixteenth minute and you're standing there like, oh here we go. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, go again. No, look like we like they were looking forward to that game as well. Yeah. Obviously we had a few disappointing losses in the last last few games, but um that's when we need to target. Then we have them back to back in the Heineken Cup. So it's a good little kind of yeah. <laughs> it's a good little warm up game for us to see um see where we're at, where, where we kind of match up with them. Yeah. So, um, sports yeah. are going to different kettle of fish as well, like to bring, yeah. bring them in there too. That's exactly, your, that's yeah. your I cauldron. I, I think everyone kind of struggles there. Um, so, uh, yeah, looking forward to that one. Did you, would you say sports ground is just different gravy? You use it to your advantage, like yeah. you know, people don't like coming there. Yeah, 100%. Sure. Yeah. I, I hated going there when I was playing months. I remember. Do you always send up the kind of like younger lads to play them games sometimes? You You'd know, be delighted. yeah, and I'd be delighted. Well, be delighted when you get there and it's raining, but like now. We just kind of embrace it because we train in every day. Like it's one of those things you just end up, you kind of get used to it. Like you know, so yeah, yeah. We use our advantage. Like even like just kicking wise and stuff. You know the different corners. Then obviously look, people struggle off the tee there. You know we've Jack there. People always kind of spring up kicking percentages. So I always go put any other ten and kicking in the sports ground every other week. Like you know, like that's there's going to be it's a massive. This is your separate stats for sports yeah, ground. Yeah, what do we say? Like because it's so hard, but um. Kind of come, hopefully the, the weather's kind of getting a bit better and stuff yeah. because obviously look we want to play a nice <laughs> running brand of rugby as well and yeah, which is. you do yeah we do yeah. And like and if you can do that in the wet like you know yeah it's, it's hard to stop so yeah, yeah. We're, we're playing again as well, as well on saturday yeah. um, against the bulls unfortunate defeat Good game. Um, did you mention that game, did you? You caught it. Yeah, it was 29-24 to the Bulls. Bulls were buzzing after the win. Did yeah. you see it? Yeah. Oh, my God. First ever time they played each other, like, to, to beat, like, yeah. beat a club the size of Munster, yeah. like, it's pretty big. It's they, big they almost lost it as well near the end. Like, <laughs> well, Munster never said, said oh, attitude, isn't it? Like, they always yeah. nearly... So I always need to come back and, and pluck it near the end. So um, yeah, I turned it off at half time, to be honest, because I wanted to watch Scotland match, and I was like, "Oh, we're after losing this." Yeah, okay, that's my own fault. Yeah, for, uh, yeah, they, no, they yeah. nearly came back and won it. They did, yeah, it was good. Cool. There's a lot of penalties and stuff like that. Kind of, I think the Bulls kind of got ahead. Man, Smith has a huge boot to ten for the Bulls as well. He's like a very good kicker, so I think that kind of gave him a good bit of confidence. A few silly penalties here and there, and and getting the lead. Yeah. But. They scored a lucky try as well where Zebo rips the ball yeah, and then yeah. it pops into the Bulls player's yeah, hand instead yeah. and he runs through. Like, they said How it was an offload or something during the game. Yeah. I was like, because <laughs> he, he would have been delighted with, with that stat like it was given as an offload. I just think Zebo got on in the match. Zebo actually had a good game, lads. He did, to be honest, him. He did, he's playing well, yeah, he is. I, I always a big fan of Zebo. Like, you got yeah. to play with him. Like, yeah, yeah, I played him for a good few years. Like, great lad as well. Like, he's sound, um, very family man. Like, kind of keeps himself a bit, but uh, he's got a cracker in the place. But look, he's an excellent player, you know. He's just, such a good finisher. Like look, look, look at his, his try record. I think he has. Does he have the most tries in yeah. in the league or something? He's like got that? He's, he's most, most tries in the league. I think he's, he's Munster's like highest tries and he's yeah. Munster's highest European scorer. Yeah, well. and he was gone for a couple of years. He's gone yeah. for three years. Yeah. Yeah. Some people might say, "Oh, they're kind of walkings," but it's putting himself in the position to 
to score the try as yeah. well, like you know. So of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's got a couple other good tries. Alex uh, Kendellan played well. Yeah, he got himself. Uh, I think he got himself a try. Yeah, and Damien Delande got a little scrappy try. Yeah. See I saw that. Yeah. It's a funny old try. How he ended up getting that. Like yeah. scrappy isn't isn't the word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lucky for <probably. laughs> no, no, yeah. yeah. So I think two. Of, I think two of the the boys boys like knocked it back. One knocked it, then the other knocked it. And then the Alanda came in and just touched it down. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Things, yeah. And yeah. it's one of those ones you just do it anyway, just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it worked. Like, it, but, did, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It worked. How many days would they go over to. Um, They're yeah. over for two weeks now, so they play two back back. It's a long kinda, time. Isn't yeah. It? yeah. They work it so that they can play two games over there, otherwise, you'll be not going all back for one game. I think you went over to trip to Africa with the old franchises, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. went over when it was like, I think it was when it was a Pro 14, the first year of the South yeah. Africa. Cheetahs and... We did Cheetahs che- and... Oh, okay. and um, <laughs> Forgetting that I'm already... Kings, isn't it? Kings. Cheetahs and it's Kings, yeah. More Southern Kings. It's actually, it's a great trip, sorry, you know, like, it's good crack with the lads. It's tour, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I think the Stormers, for our last, when we played the Stormers in the sports ground, I think uh, they came over just for that game. Really? Because it was a refix. Five more flight, like, isn't it? Because it was a refix. I think they yeah. come over and play one game and go back. Because how long would the flight be? It's about it's 12 hours. Yeah. Like, but only, the only good thing is, and that's the reason they're in the league, is there's only an hour in the time difference. So you're not jet lagged, at least. Because if you were jet lagged, yeah. you'd be, be a think, different story. Yeah. I think the league pay, plays, pays for the players to, I think it's like uh, business class as well. Mm. I remember going over like that was like the highlight of my the highlight of my trip like we're going over in April yeah, yeah. we're going over after the the Heineken Cup games I think I think oh, it'd be a different tour this time though like as in yeah. it's going over playing the, and no offense going over playing the Cheetahs and the Kings yeah. is a different story to Stormers, Bulls, yeah. Lions but that, they're, tar- they're targeting them games like, oh, they, yeah. they know like these away games are going to be hard to win, to win. I think they're away I don't know how long they're away, but they're away for multiple weeks in a row playing every other team. Like, yeah. it's, like it's it's tough being away from yeah. your family, being yeah, away from your be. home and having to go out and put like massive performances in. Yeah. And obviously most of the like teams appear to be these kind of top teams in the league as well. Mm-hmm. So I think they're massively targeting these games. You can see it in the weekend. Both of, both of the suffering teams at home won. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I think they, they really are targeting the, the home oh, games. Right, so they're competitive now as well. Yeah, like, just like internationals and everything playing. Like, look at the Sharks. Like, yeah, like Khaleesi's yeah, there, like a Springbok captain. Like, you know, yeah. crazy. they played as well at the weekend. It was 37 20 against Scarlet. Yeah. So another yeah. really big game for them. Yeah. You'd feel for Scarlet's a bit as well, wouldn't you? Because sure. they just haven't had a good run for it. Sharks are a good side, though. I mean, they, they ended up on our try of the week. Um, there's only no luck rubber from Hendrix uh, mm-hmm. and uh, to send, uh, let's pronounce this right, Afeli Fassi. Chilis to Toy makes it available. Oh, here goes Fassi. That's brilliantly done from Hendrickson. Fassi puts on the afterburners. He's there. It's a really like no look kind of little. Yeah, it was kind of like a pass, and then he just kind of dropped it onto onto yeah. his foot. Yeah, it was cool. I saw. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah really it's good a great try. One more game. There's a game on. Obviously, we're filming this on a Sunday. Um, the Lions are beating Cardiff 37-20. So as you're saying yeah. it there, like oh. all these South African games, yeah. they're at home. They're winning all these winning, games, yeah. and there like, there isn't a huge gap there. Down kind of the, the middle and lower, like yeah. so. If they win all those games in the next couple of weeks, like all of a sudden yeah. they're in contention. Come the the business end, probably. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but what Connor mm. Connor said there is they have all the internationals playing for them, like which yeah. South Africa are the world champions. Like, Kelsey and stuff playing the weekend. Like, 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 I think Mipimpi was playing for yeah. the Sharks in the weekend as well. I think he was on the wing as well. Like you know. Yeah. So it, like it's it's not like an easy task at all to go down <laughs> there. Like I think some some people look at it like oh they're a bit weaker because they've lost a lot of the games here. Yeah. Kind of like, wait a second. It's like, a different the, kind of the, fish yeah. playing down here than it is. And there. then I think, is it, for, one of the teams is at altitude as well. I think it might be the, is it the Bulls? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It was, yeah, Munster were at altitude the weekend. Yeah. Munster were so, at yeah, altitude. Bu- so that's yeah. another huge thing. That so the Bulls are at altitude. Because yeah. I remember we played the Cheetahs there a few years ago at altitude. And like, you, you can 100% feel it as well. Yeah. And yeah. the ball obviously travels a lot further as well. So like, 
kicking off the tee and stuff is a lot yeah not easy, especially if they're used to it like you know especially with your man yeah. smith there like i said previous mm-hmm. like any penalties i think he'll and how would him. would the snc's trainer train change your training program building up to going to south africa um you'll probably see now in the next couple of yeah, weeks yeah i'll see now in the next couple of weeks i can't really remember off the top of my head but i'm sure i'm sure there's a I'm sure they tailor it to whatever. Um, yeah, like you're playing at altitude, you might go into an altitude chamber or something like that. Yeah. Because I know we did that when we were going over to play in in Tokyo and we went over to play in Cape Town as well. They got brought us into altitude chambers and had us tra- training. The Lions, the Lions did it as well over the summer because oh, yeah. they were expecting to play the second two of us, but it didn't because of COVID. Yeah. They went into the chamber as well, yeah. What was exactly. that like? It's, it's tight. It's <laughs> so hard, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, tough. I hope, I hope yeah. you don't do that then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's really it tough. Yeah. 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 You've done well, it as well, Mike. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's amazing. Tough, yeah. But yeah. No, it's I did an oxygen one before. It was like the oxygen mask or something like that. Where they give you a certain amount of oxygen. I think so, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that similar? Or yeah, similar kind of yeah. sciencey stuff, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, but uh, we'll wrap up soon, but we'll look at a small, small bit more uh, rugby news. Um, big one, someone we had on the show a few weeks back. Um, looks like Contepomi might be going, taking over as, not as head coach, as assistant coach, with Cheka taking yeah. over as head coach of Pumas. Now, Cheka's yeah. been there um, in, a, in, a, in a role for the last while alongside Ledesma, but interesting one, isn't it? Yeah, mm. it is. Like he's, he's, a, he's a legend, though, back there as well. Like yeah. The players respect him. Massively, he's obviously doing good things in Leinster and stuff. So they'll, miss, they'll miss him, like they yeah, will miss him. I thought, if he goes. Yeah, I, I think they will, but like it kind of make like I wouldn't blame him for own. Yeah, no. home country you now. Like I think that's the best honor is to be able to represent your home country. So when we had him on, we asked him directly. Like I, mean, I think I asked him, tried to get yeah. up, and he just started laughing. Like, so yeah, yeah. Was, but yeah, he, he was. was you could see, yeah. like he's a very passionate Argentinian man. Mm, he like. Yeah. He was telling us all about his Argentinian teas and stuff, and just about the culture. And like, yeah. he really is proud to be from there, and he yeah. lo- loves his country, and he misses his family. Yeah. And yeah, hundred percent. He was, he was he telling us that his kids then. were back there. He's got kids still yeah. back in Argentina yeah. in school and stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Makes a complete <laughs> sense, man. Yeah, 100%. You know, yeah. Um, it's like us trying to get Raj back now in the next couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> we get him back, we get him back, we get him back. We yeah. kind of half touching it on our big piece of news. We we're on about, we were saying, like, guys moving around the provinces. Yeah. Something else that you said, you're just guys slipping through the tracks. But even there's guys now that might not get game time, even within the four provinces. We've got Jack Dunn and Roy Lachlan heading over to Exeter Chiefs. Mm. Now, that's something we don't see an awful lot of Irish yeah. players going anywhere. Yeah. We see a few of them off to France every now and then, but yeah. seeing mm. them go to the Premiership is, is, a, is a rarity. Like, we've had a the likes of Sean O'Brien and stuff going over like in the in their oh yeah. so he went over there to retire essentially yeah. <laughs> Ukraine, but like, it's an interesting one like, do you think it's because they don't have their eyes set on Irish jerseys I don't think maybe? they're going to get Irish jerseys but like because that's something yeah. you consider like say if you like couldn't get an option 100%, 100%, would you go to England like 100% like, yeah. you're kind of yeah, yeah do you know what I mean and I just like I think lads get fed up as well like you know you can get kind of just take a hold, a hold in the pad every week you know so um, mm. yeah, I, I can 100% too. see where they're going like that's maybe the best opportunity they have at that moment as well like and they have mm-hmm. to kind of to take one that like and i think it's an exciting move as well yeah moving yeah, to a new definitely. country i think that's a, a massive pull for young lads as well they want to experience something something new as well not just the rugby but i'm sure like moving to a new country yeah. is exciting and stuff like that and um, mm. so i can i like I think 100% if they're not playing, I think. Go, yeah. Go. Even, you know? even if they're at a stage in their career like where they're like dropped out of an academy at 18 or dropped out of an academy yeah. at 20. I mean, we keep forgetting there's only four pro teams here. Yeah. It's nothing mm. like, you know, how many teams is there? There's 12 in the Premiership plus the Championship and then you've also got Pro D1, Pro D2. Yeah. There's loads of ways you can still yeah. become a fresh run player, but you might have to go Different a bit way. of a different route. Exactly. <laughs> I went to the Irish Charity Ball on the weekend and I afterwards I bumped into Frank Bradshaw Ryan, who as we, we spoke about a great story. Week, like, yeah, yeah, got yeah. dropped by Munster. You were in the academy, yeah. you were around when he was around. Yeah, yeah he 20 got dropped, brought over to Nevers, 
build himself all the way up over six years to be captain in a bear, and now Ireland are bringing him back. Like, so there's much more roots. Yeah. Another good friend of mine, Alex McHenry, been over in Wasp last, last couple of months. He's like, man, once you get out, you realise that you're in such a bubble here in Ireland, really? like, which is a great bubble, but like, yeah. there's so much more to. So you're from England, like yeah. you know, there's so much more going on. Yeah. So, um, who, who knows? Come over here and make Kyrie yourself out a pretty good career. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and just something else. You you made a big that was a big decision for you. That was a big leap. Some people aren't willing to make that leap. Like, yeah. if there's anyone out there thinking about doing that, would you yeah. would you encourage them to do oh, 100%. it? 100 percent. Like for me, it's, it was an opportunity. Like you said, yeah. you scary. To play rugby the best level <laughs> you could. And at the time, I was playing for Saracens, but I wasn't getting into the first team. Mm. But, like there was so much competition in the back three, and I was like that as well. And I wanted to broaden my horizons and try it. And I was like, sure. Like they said, you've got opportunity to play for Ireland. Like I was yeah. like, definitely. I travel, traveled the world and play yeah. sevens. You, you can't say no. Yeah. So it definitely was the best decision I ever made. Worked out pretty well for you. It did. Worked out pretty well. Well, lads, unfortunately, yeah. that's all we have time for. Yeah. It's a nice, nice, we ended on a nice, ha nice happy note that yeah. we ended on. But uh, hope you enjoyed it, Connor. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, no problem, guys. Thanks for having me. Cheers, man. Good yeah, to have brilliant. you on. Thanks so much. And of course, thank you to our partners, Bank of Ireland, proud supporters of the four Irish provinces. Until next week, guys, we'll see you then. Thanks, guys. Joe presents House of Rugby, United Rugby Championship, together with Bank of Ireland, proud supporter of the four Irish provinces. Yeah.